0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Everything is Interesting, your premier source for science news and exploration right here on X-Ray FM. I'm your host, Kira Lindenberg. In honor of International Women's Day 2021, I thought we would meet some of the female scientists, both living and dead, that have paved the way for women in STEM and changed the course of history along the way. First up, let's talk about five inspiring women from history whose contributions to science were instrumental in shaping medicine and technology over the 20th century. These are the women whose posters you want on your bedroom wall and whose names you probably want to drop at parties. First up, Lisa Meitner, born 1878. Lisa Meitner is a Jewish woman who became Germany's first female physics professor. She coined the term nuclear fission and was on the team that discovered that process, so that's a pretty big deal. Because of that research, Lisa Meitner is sometimes called the mother of the atomic bomb, even though she staunchly refused to be part of the Manhattan Project or bomb development. Second is Rosalind Franklin, born 1920, Rosalind Franklin is the chemist who made the foundational discoveries of DNA, but got skipped over for the Nobel Prize in Medicine in favor of male scientists Watson and Crick. Franklin used a process called X ray crystallography to take the first photo of DNA. She discovered the density of the DNA molecule and established that it must exist in a spiral or helix shape. Later, Rosalind Franklin helped deduce the shape and structure of viruses, laying the foundation for structural virology. Our third historical figure is Grace Hopper, born 1906. Hopper was one of the first programmers of the modern computer age. She helped write several computer languages, and then went to work for the U.S. Navy, where she calibrated mine removal instruments and checked all the math behind the plutonium bomb. Grace Hopper also once dismantled an entire malfunctioning computer to find that a moth was causing the problems, and then she coined the phrase, computer bugs. we have Chen Sheng Wu, born 1912. Known to some as the First Lady of Physics, Chen Sheng Wu was born in China and came to the U.S. to finish her PhD. She then became a professor at Columbia, defying the World War II era's anti-Asian sentiment to do nuclear research for the U.S. government. Chen Sheng Wu disproved one of the accepted laws of physics, the idea that an experiment would give the same results whether the instrument was set up to be right-handed or left-hand facing. She proved that quantum particles behave differently depending on which way they spin. Our fifth historical woman in science is Catherine Johnson, born 1918. Johnson is a mathematician who calculated the precise trajectories that allowed the Apollo 11 spaceflight to land on the moon and return to Earth. She worked for NASA calculating, by hand, complex math calculations for the program's engineers and designers. Katherine Johnson was the first woman in her division to receive credit as the co-author of a research report, and she went on to author 26 more reports covering the calculations needed to send spacecraft into orbit. If you're just joining us, This is Everything is Interesting's special episode for International Women's Day 2021. I'm Kira Lindenberg. Now it's time on Everything is Interesting to meet some of the women currently doing groundbreaking work in the fields of science. Or perhaps a better way to say it would be, here are five super amazing scientists who are changing the world and who also happen to be women. up is Jennifer Dudna. If you have any interest in science, you've probably heard of a genetic editing tool called CRISPR, a short strand of nucleic acids that can be used to precisely edit and repair DNA. Although CRISPR is a naturally occurring DNA sequence made by bacteria, our ability to harness it, utilize it, and direct it to go where we want was actualized by female biochemist Jennifer Dudna. For her discovery, Doudna and her female co-researcher, Emmanuel Charpentier, received the Nobel Prize in 2020. So if we have a way to introduce double-stranded breaks into DNA at precise places, we can trigger cells to repair those breaks by either the disruption or incorporation of new genetic information. So if we were able to program the CRISPR technology to make a break in DNA at the position at or near a mutation causing cystic fibrosis, for example, we could trigger cells to repair that mutation. Jennifer Doudna's discovery of how to harness CRISPR is currently being used to develop treatments for cancer, sickle cell anemia, Huntington's disease, and even HIV. Much of what we know about how individual genes work and what each of them do for the body is done through what's called genetic knockout research, where certain genes are snipped from the DNA of mice to see what behaviors and traits are affected. The CRISPR tool has made this incredibly valuable research faster, cheaper, and more precise. In addition to inventing the CRISPR harnessing technique, Jennifer Doudna has also been involved in the efforts to make sure the tool is used in an ethical way. In 2015, she organized an effort to put a global moratorium on genetic editing in human embryos, or DNA changes that would be passed on to offspring and become part of the human gene pool. Using CRISPR for this purpose is still the subject of international debate, but Doudna remains on the forefront of the fight Another amazing female scientist currently doing research at Dartmouth College is astrophysicist Judita Eisler. She attended Yale and became the first black woman to receive a PhD in astrophysics from that university. Judita Eisler focuses her research on blazars, which are hyperactive, supermassive black holes. They pull light, energy, and matter into their singularity points at millions of times the rate of a regular black hole blazars are so powerful that they then shoot ionized matter back out in condensed beams that travel 99.9% the speed of light. Dr. Eisler studies these beams to understand how the high-energy gamma-ray photons they contain are made and also how that energy is transported through space. The objects I study are producing some of the most powerful particle streams ever observed these narrow streams, called jets, are moving at 99.99% of the speed of light, and are pointed directly at the Earth. What makes Blazars so special is that they're some of the universe's most efficient particle accelerators, transporting incredible amounts of energy throughout a galaxy. Jedida also founded a website called Vanguard STEM where she and other prominent female scientists host lectures and take questions about navigating the difficulties of being a woman of color in the world of STEM. Her foundation highlights and supports the female and non-binary researchers blazing trails in their fields. Recently, Dr. Eisler was appointed to Joe Biden's Transition Agency Review Team to help establish the goals of NASA for the next four years. third female scientist of note is Somia Swaminathan, the chief scientist of the World Health Organization. Originally a pediatrician, Swaminathan is globally recognized for her research on tuberculosis and HIV. Previously, Dr. Swaminathan was the Indian Director General for Medical Research. She worked for years to implement science and data-backed policies in India, Before that, as director of the National Tuberculosis Research Center, Swaminathan was one of the first people to analyze patients' genetic markers in order to monitor the progression of their disease and the efficacy of their treatment. She was also a pioneer in the study of the role of nutrition and HIV-associated tuberculosis. As chief scientist of the World Health Organization during the COVID-19 pandemic, Dr. Swaminathan has been, as you can imagine, rather busy. We live in a globalized, interconnected world. Viruses know nothing of borders. Therefore, what affects one country in one part of the world has the potential to wreak havoc upon all of us. We must take the view that we are global citizens, a spirit of solidarity and care and concern for our fellow inhabitants of this planet. Old-fashioned virtues, I will admit, must return to our common, shared life. The fate of all of us depends on it. On top of being the medical authority the entire planet is looking to for advice on viral spread and vaccine safety, she evaluates a constant influx of data about the virus in order to continuously update that advice. Dr. Swaminathan has urged countries to share medical research as well as frequently sequence the virus's genome. On top of being incredibly accomplished and world-renowned, Somia is also a very vocal advocate of gender equality in health and science. At the 2020 Women Leaders in Global Health Conference, she spoke about the open patriarchy in governmental institutions, the difficulty women have in acquiring scientific research grants, and the importance of using an interdisciplinary approach in medical settings. Dr. Swaminathan encouraged clinics to listen to nurses and social workers, not just doctors, to incorporate social and behavioral sciences as an element of medical research, and to expose staff to the unique needs of the LGBTQ community. Another amazing woman in science is Tu Yu a pharmaceutical chemist who received the Nobel Prize for her discovery of a life-changing malaria treatment. And she did it all without a medical degree. During the Vietnam War, the Chinese government asked Yu Yu to help find a cure for malaria, which was claiming the lives of thousands of soldiers at the same time that it was becoming drug-resistant. At the point she took over the project, other researchers had already tried a quarter of a million other compounds as potential anti-malarial drugs. In a genius move, Yu Yu turned to long disregarded folk medicine texts to find out what ancient Chinese cultures had used to treat intermittent fevers, which was a symptom of malaria. She finally found a reference to a plant called sweet wormwood. Yu Yu developed ways to delicately extract the active compound from the plant without damaging the chemical in the process. The active compound, which is called artemisinin, kills the malaria parasite by binding to many different proteins in key biochemical pathways. This disrupts the parasite's ability to make the molecular components it needs to survive and procreate. Microorganisms like the Plasmodium parasite reproduce and evolve very quickly, meaning that what works to kill it today may not work tomorrow. Although it is now usually coupled with other drugs, artemisinin has remained an effective treatment since the 1970s. This is because of the chemical's ability to bind indiscriminately to Plasmodium's many proteins, meaning it has many different ways to kill the parasite. Tu Yu Yu and her research team tested the wormwood on themselves first and then administered the medicine to 21 malaria patients, all of whom recovered. The active compound artemisinin is still used today, which means that over the last several decades, Tu Yu Yu's discovery has saved literally millions of lives. Do that thing, do that thing, do Our last female scientist of note for the day, and possibly the one I would most like to be, is Sylvia Earle, the first female chief scientist of the U.S. National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Dr. Sylvia Earle focuses on marine ecology and conservation, as well as the development of technology that will allow us to access the deep sea. She is sometimes referred to as her deepness or the sturgeon general, because the woman has logged over 7,500 diving hours and has led over a hundred underwater research expeditions. In 1970, Sylvia headed an all-female research group in a project known as Tectite Mission 6. The five women aquanauts <laughs> spent two weeks living in an underwater habitat bolted to the seafloor They conducted in-depth ecological studies, which gave us some of our first understandings about how pollution impacts coral reefs. They also provided NASA with valuable research about the psychological and physical ramifications of teams working in closed environments like that of a spaceship. I had already been diving a lot, more than a thousand hours, and published a number of things, and it didn't occur to me that women need not apply. And Jim Miller, the head of the program, who had to finally make the call, said, well, half the fish are female, half the dolphins, half the whales, I guess we can put up with a few women. In 1979, Dr. Earle made history again by free exploring, untethered to anything, at a depth of 1,250 feet for a solid two hours that's a quarter of a mile below the surface of the ocean, which was a world record at the time. Sylvia Earle continues to be instrumental in shaping the way society thinks about ocean ecology. She has fought to protect the Gulf of Mexico from real estate development and oil spills, has done extensive research about the dangers of overfishing, and continues to give talks around the world about conserving our seas from climate change. And that sums up the female scientists you should know about on International Women's Day 2021. If you have questions or you know about a woman in STEM that we should cover next time, you can tweet at us at, at Kira and Kira, that's K-I-R-A-A-N-D-K-E-E-R-A, or just search for Everything is Interesting podcast on all your social medias. If you enjoyed the music in this episode, I've got great news for you because every song was written by a female composer. They were, in order, Yoko Kano, Alice Gomes and Marilyn Reif, Miriam Cutler, Lena Rain, Midori Takata, and Crystal Keynes. Everything is Interesting's theme song was written by yours truly. A huge thank you to Miranda Sellinger and Nina Dabbitt, as well as the rest of the X-Ray crew for all their hard work. We love you guys. And thanks to you, the listener, for your support, your time, and your love of science. If you enjoyed this episode or you learned something new, please subscribe and tell a friend to download an episode. Or better yet, go review the show on iTunes. All of our episodes are available there as well as on everythingisinteresting.org. Until next time, I'm Kira Lindenberg. This is Everything is Interesting on X-Ray FM, where radio and science is yours.